Hey everybody, and welcome back to Modern Geekdom. On this week's episode, we're talking trolls and griefers and how they're being dealt with. Stick around. Julie, do the thing. Modern Geekdom. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Modern Geekdom. Would you kindly shut your noise hole? Exterminate. All systems go, Michael. Give it God! Modern Geekdom. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Another podcast for another week. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't here last week, were you? You're the one that was missing last week. I was. What was the topic again? Last week, it was... I don't know. What were we talking about last week? Oh, uh, MoviePass failing. Epically. Oh, wow. Which it still is. A week later, it's still... It was supposed to actually get its shit together by today, and it hasn't. So uh, I forget. I, I was reading in Business Insider. It's looking like they've got maybe a month to two months max worth of cash left. So eh, we'll see. We might have to update that conversation sometime wow. in November after they've officially gone under. So we'll oh, see. wow. But, yeah, that's not the topic for tonight's conversation. Tonight's <laughs> conversation is a good one. Tonight is... Griefers and trolling. Griefers. Yes. So, what kind of prompted this? Uh, what kind of prompted this topic was there was uh, a couple of different articles that have come out recently about the new Fallout uh, video game and one of the things that Bethesda has done um, in order to uh, try and combat these people that. Uh, want to go out and just ruin the gaming experience for everyone else. Yeah. So, um, if you're not aware, Fallout 76 uh, is the new Fallout title that is upcoming. Um, the uh, it's a it, it's an online uh, multiplayer uh, game, and in doing that, one of the things that Bethesda has done uh, is they've actually turned trolling kind of on its head um so what they've done is they've taken they've taken the idea of trolling or griefing other players uh and made it part of the in-game content so what they're going to do is people that uh go around and intentionally you know cause damage to other players uh are going to have bounties put on them uh in the game whoa yeah so they're going to have bounties put on them in the game they're going to go through and the level of the bounty from what I've been able to determine uh, is going to uh, increase obviously with the amount, you know, the, the number of, of friendly players that you're uh, causing damage or killing. Um, and that bounty is actually going to be taken from that, uh, from the trolls in game money. Um, so it's not it's not going to hurt anyone else to, um, you know, actually be damaged by these people. You're not going to lose your items and things like that um, when being killed uh, by a troll or a griefer. Um, but uh, they it's really only downsides to them. So you can uh, you can basically win money by taking out. Uh, other players that have been taking out other players, uh, which I, I thought was kind of interesting. But um, how's everybody feel about that? Think it's a good idea? 
that's man, that's an interesting I, question. I love that idea. Yeah, so, I think it's I think it's super creative, man. <laughs> so, and and here's one of the things that that I thought about because, and I thought it kind of parables real nicely into you know some of the things that are going on in in you know current events as a whole. Um, I, I feel like it kind of comes back to the whole. Um, you know, who's going to, you know, who are you to tell me how I want to enjoy my game experience? Yeah. Um, you know, kind of, it kind of parables the whole free speech, uh, topic. That's kind of a hot button topic right now. Um, you know, and, and I think it comes back to similar with free speech. Um, I mean, you have the right to do whatever you want in the game, but that doesn't make you immune from consequences of those decisions. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it really shouldn't – you should have the right to do whatever you want inside the game so long as you're not ruining the gaming experience for other players. I mean, right, that's, right. that's kind of where it comes down to. It's it's the same rules apply in public. Like, there are certain limitations of what you can and cannot do in a public space because it ruins that public space for other people. Right. And games should be no different. They are fundamentally public spaces. Anybody right. – who has the game can and has the online connection can be a part of that, you know, MMORPG and, and all these MMO games. If if it's kind of a public setting like that, then there should be consequences if people are ruining that for other people. And I love the way that Bethesda is doing this because it fits into the game. So why not? Yeah. I mean, it's better than banning yeah. them. <laughs> right, right. Well, and that I think that's my favorite part where it's like that to me seems to really emphasize the idea of like that's almost like embracing the presence and just coming up with creative ways to engage with it instead of just shunning it entirely yeah and i think that is a relative idea to the free speech topic to just general dialogue between individuals in these days like yeah i that's that's a really fascinating thing that's happening yeah and i'm loving the idea that this is starting now. I'm hoping that this really takes off with Fallout 76. I'm hoping that more online games and then um, other platforms that that multiple people actually utilize in a given at any given time, like social media outlets, start picking up these same things. Because like just recently. Uh, Alex Jones was booted off of a myriad of platforms. Like he's no longer on Facebook, he's no longer on um, YouTube, and he's no longer on a few like any of the Apple Play Store. Like he's no longer on a bunch of these other uh, outlets. He got all of his stuff is booted. It's gone. He's not allowed back on for the time being, anyway. And I just feel like like one of the things that they could have done, unless he was. I mean, I understand that he was apparently breaking their terms of service, which is the reason why they booted him. But I just feel like what they could have done was exactly like what Bethesda is doing, is just calling him out for what he's doing. Exactly. You know, just make it, label everything that he is, whether it's a banner running over top of every single one of his videos saying that uh, nothing he says can be instantly you know uh thought of as being 100 percent accurate or 
whatever. He's you know known for being misleading and untruthful, whatever it is. And just you know let him say his thing, but protect the protect the outlet, protect the the medium. So if it's YouTube, yeah. put something over top of all of his, even if it's a red screen, put a red screen over all of his videos. Yeah. That just says like until you get better, until you stop breaking the rules, until you stop misleading people, until you stop doing what you're doing wrong, you can still post stuff. But we're gonna make it less inviting for an audience, and we're gonna make people understand what you're doing wrong. Same well, with Apple. Same with everybody else. Like I understand certain platforms that won't exactly work well for, but some it would. Yeah. You know. I, you know, I, I almost feel in, in a situation like that with, you know, with a person like Alex Jones, um, you know, it makes me wonder if that wouldn't be more of an incentive for him to, you know, because at that point he's still able to produce his content and he's able to be like, hey, look, they're, you know, the, the man's trying to keep me down. Yeah, but you know, there's a difference red between bars that and... over my true. You know, but... over my videos. I you know, I think actually doing what they can to you know, actually mitigate the the spread of this content that is, you know, knowingly false is yeah, better than allowing him to continue to to post it. Well, yeah. I think one one thing that I'm interested in with this whole situation is like I don't I don't particularly agree with the way that the Alex Jones situation went down. Um, but the, so like, are we in a situation now where both YouTube and Facebook and, and all the like are starting to have to claim responsibility for the content that's posted? They are being, well, here's the thing when Mark Zuckerberg and the uh, leadership from Facebook had to go before Congress and testify about all the shit that went down during the election. Yes, they are being blamed specifically for the things that are being posted. So in that case, I completely understand them taking certain yeah, drastic Because action. as a company, they're being held responsible for not yeah. being more responsible. Yeah. Right. Because it is a private platform. It's not, you know... Like anybody can come online and join, but you have to abide by private terms of service right. to be a part of it. Which it's, is why they can censor it how they see fit. Yeah. Well, and see, you know, and yeah, so that that and what's interesting is that I one hundred percent agree with that argument because, like, you know, being that I like I I think that that that's perfect for me. What's interesting is that the people, being that this has been a hot topic, the people that I've seen discussing that argument and and their arguments to it are essentially that they're afraid of of us being in a situation where you have like essentially the four horsemen of the corporate apocalypse where it's facebook google youtube and um twitter twitter yeah 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 and uh and like that that is a real as much of like a free market like let people do whatever the hell they want to do kind of guy that i am and I am still not entirely swayed by by the argument of the presence of like this apocalyptic corporatocracy, but it does seem to be a looming thing where it's like if you if you try to project this 
uh, process out another 40, 50, 60 years, I can definitely see a situation where it's like we're getting to a point where the the uh, almost instantaneous implementation of dystopian type of things is very is a very realistic thing within at least within within our lifetimes more so than other people true but i mean here's the thing is most of these platforms they're not like old school media platforms where it was the companies who controlled the amount of information and the information itself going through them where these platforms it's the users that control the information going through them and because there's so many users for each one of these platforms it becomes ridiculously unfathomably difficult to censure not censor necessarily but censure and control and maybe funnel and and clean up a little bit of some of the crap that people post like that's why these terms of service exist so that when they do call upon other users to try and and um you know police a little bit um to to basically kind of play the hall monitor they have to they have to give them something to be able to base their uh base their motivations off of when they're when they're saying that somebody's doing something wrong they they have to give them guidelines for all that stuff but like every user needs something to be able to fall back on to say like i was doing everything right i thought i was within the guidelines i thought i was within the terms of service i thought i was doing this i thought i was doing that and those that obviously were clearly not the company gets to fall back on that and say no look here are terms of service it was clearly stated when you signed up for the service these were the rules you had to do this and everybody abides by them and everybody has to follow them and if somebody breaks it you know terms of service rules it's exactly like breaking the law in the real world you get punished and for these services the punishment is you're no longer allowed to use the service dude do you think do you think that they'll just eventually become a part of the governmental structure no things keep going no i don't think so at all i i don't think the people would allow it i mean you've got so many people railing against um the throttling of the internet and um like net neutrality right now trying to be repealed and and you know the people want a free and open internet if it becomes yeah. part of the governing body like these social media platforms somehow become controlled by the government or the other they way become around. socialized or the other way around i don't think the people would would like that at all i it's just it's just one of those things where they like the freedom of it. And it's when you start taking away those freedoms, like we, everybody for the most part understands that there are limitations to being able to express yourself on these platforms. It's exactly the same as going out to a public square or out into the middle of the street and shouting at the top of your lungs. Like you can't do a lot of things in the public sphere. There's just, there's laws against being able to do certain things and it's for the benefit of the entire society. That's right. why these rules are in place online and in these social platforms and whatnot. And that's where all of these griefers and these trolls keep running into. It's like they're yeah. naturally inclined to rail against rules and the laws and and try to fight back and try to push the boundaries and whatnot. Right. 
And then, of course, they start, you know, certain ones, not all of them, obviously, but certain ones start whining and bitching and moaning when they get called out for it. Right, right, right. Well, Well, you know what, dude, that, so like that, I think really embodies a lot of like, I think that I really do agree the best with what we were talking about earlier, where it's like the best way to handle people like that, that don't want to, because I really do have a deep respect for the, the spirit of the contrarian. I yep. have a deep respect for it because there's a lot of times where there's been a, an incredibly oppressive government where the spirit of the contrarian was the the guiding light in an extremely dark landscape, you know. So yeah. I really have a deep respect for it. Um, but that being said, you know, like like you said, there are there are general codes of conduct for the public sphere that do play a benefit to society. So that being the case, um, whenever. I think the best way to handle people that want to use the spirit of the contrarian for their own purposes, whether it's good or bad, is to, instead of shunning it, like you said, call it out. Display yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, because the thing is, is, like, taking Alex Jones into consideration, one thing that this is, this is a thing that a lot of people don't like to admit, but it is an undeniable fact, is that there are things that Alex Jones is right about. Now, the argument to that is, well, yeah, everybody's right about some stuff all the time. I know. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that there are people like Alex Jones who have been right about some things and who have been catastrophically wrong about other things. Yep. And the thing is, is that the things that he's right about should be shown and called out and highlighted. The things that he's wrong about should be displayed and called out and highlighted. Yeah. Because it's like, and not only for the benefit of, of the general public in terms of information, but also to highlight the fact that we as human beings are wired in a way that's not conducive to like us being good to each other. We're tribal. We have all these problems where, where we like to, you know, you cast judgment and you just like try to destroy people and stuff. And it's just people like Alex Jones can be a, an example for someone who, cause the thing is that Alex Jones is an intelligent dude who has the ability, I think to think critically in a lot of circumstances, but like, a lot of other people, he's he's unfortunately the victim to the human mind, which has so many pitfalls and so many traps that people get lost in. So we should display what he's done that's good and call out what he's done that's wrong and also just show everybody that this also exists within you because you have a human mind too and you have plenty of your own biases and problems that you're not dealing with. Yeah, well, see, that's why I love what Bethesda's doing with Fallout 76, is that fundamentally, by incorporating the griefers and the trolls into the game and putting bounties out on them, and you're, basically what they're doing is they're showing other players what happens with bad behavior. Like, if you're out there killing other players indiscriminately, not on accident, but deliberately going out and ruining other people's playing experiences, the game's going to call you out on it, and they're going to force the other players to take retribution against you. And it educates the other players as well as to what that behavior is that's unacceptable. And I feel like other platforms should be doing the same thing. Like what's happening with um, YouTube and Apple and a few other platforms with... Infowars and Alex Jones, like they're not, they never, what they did to educate was to try and sway Alex Jones and Infowars 
to stop doing that behavior. What they weren't doing was showing every other user what the bad behavior was and why that bad behavior was considered bad behavior. Exactly. You know, they weren't educated. So like if somebody else comes along, like Alex Jones can say, oh, it's just YouTube uh, censoring me. As a po- and YouTube's going to be like, well, they broke our terms of service. And what are those terms of service? Exactly. But they're clarify not. Clarify this shit. Exactly. So they need to. And, and YouTube is notoriously bad at this sort of thing. Yeah, they're they've, so they've been bad at it. Horrible at it forever. So hopefully they'll get it right eventually. But like, that was a perfect learning opportunity for other users. Like, YouTube and these other platforms could have come out right. and then just said, listen, what Alex Jones and InfoWars is doing is they're pushing propaganda, they're pushing like deliberately false information, they're passing it off as fact, they're trying to mislead people, they're doing this stuff deliberately, they're breaking our rules, and like they're not calling themselves entertainment, they're calling themselves factual information well, peddlers. And you're just you like, know what, man? Yeah, I, 100% I agree, and I think that, I think one of the problems that, the reason why I feel like a lot of they haven't been able to define what exactly went wrong like where like the the terms of service is still cloudy i think the reason why that is is because in order to truly address what was said that was correct or incorrect unfortunately the process of doing that you're going to have to take some opinions that a lot of people are going to vehemently disagree with True. So and it's also going to take time. It's going to take time. So they're in a situation where, you know, they can't say, oh, well, this thing that he said that was not controversial at all is actually super controversial. Or the other way around, this thing that he said that was super controversial isn't controversial at all. Yeah. Because if they say either one of those things... They're gonna, they're gonna, you know, they'll they'll plant their flag in a in a spot that will be used against them in the future. So it's like it's it's weird because I also I have a respect for how unbelievably complicated that situation is and the fact that, you know, there's no manual for how to navigate the current socio, uh, socio, I guess it's social cyber, <laughs> socio cyber, yeah, socio cyber landscape. I I really respect that, but at the same time, like if you're going to make moves that are as precedential and defining as banning a channel like InfoWars, you better make sure that you have some pretty goddamn bulletproof reasons for doing yeah. so. Yeah. Because and I it's mean, really important. Yeah. And they have every right to ban somebody after warning them a certain amount of times. And they obviously had uh, for simply breaking the terms of service. Like that's within yeah. their right. And if all they ever came out with was, well, they broke our terms of service. All right, fine. I don't think it's enough. I think that they're missing a massive opportunity to educate other users. Right. Um, but like you said, like they really do need to be on solid footing when they ban some of these people for what they're doing. Because, yeah, okay, they can ban them for breaking the terms of service. But all it's going to look like to the average user is that that person's being censored for saying something or doing something that goes against the personal beliefs of somebody within the company right. or the company's overall 
you know, whatever their culture is. Right. And that so. could be a left to right thing or a right Absolutely. to left thing. Like, and it's, it's getting ridiculous. And I mean, it's not like griefers and trolls haven't been around before. They're, they've been around as long as there's been people. People, really. I mean, there's uh, anytime that somebody was trying to pass information to the public sphere, like when you're in ancient times, when you had uh, whatever they were called, like when they would go to uh, public squares and shout the news of the day or whatever was going on, I guarantee right. you, you had other people that were in the audience heckling them. Hell yeah. You know, I guarantee that was happening. Anytime you had somebody who was in a position of authority trying to explain a situation, you always had somebody who was contrarian to them. Yeah, dude, you had that, that Monty right. Python guy in the back that was like, get on with it. Yeah, it's I guarantee, like it's just human nature. So like trolls and griefers have been around as long as humans have been around. And nowadays it's just that we're aware of trolls and griefers a lot more because we're aware of a lot more stuff that's going on in the world. And so it's giving these people a lot more opportunities. Therefore they're being seen by a lot more people. Therefore they're, you know, being shared by a lot more people. And obviously we're all now much more aware of these people. Um, and some yeah, of it, sadly, in our face all the time. I don't know what the what the psychology is behind it. But again, it's got to be, it's got to be. Some people are very much just contrarians. They just don't like whatever whatever's in the public sphere that happens to be in the public's mind, that happens to be um, in the social conscience or whatever. They want to be opposed to it. Right. You know, it's and, just you know, I yeah, I, I really, I've been thinking about that a lot because especially in the last couple of years. We've seen a bunch of contrarian figures pop up, some good, some bad, some both. But like I I've been thinking about what it must be like to be the contrarian in a situation where like I don't know, there's just so there's just so much going on that I feel like I feel like if you're gonna play the role of the contrarian, I feel like you have a real yeah, I feel like you have a deep responsibility because it's like the energy of the contrarian, I think, is such a powerful force that if you're going to use it, you need to make sure that you're standing on solid ground, just like YouTube and Facebook. And I feel like there's been a bunch of people in the last couple of years that have been trying to play that role that yeah. that that you know, some have done a lot of good stuff. But I feel like also, too, like, I don't know, I, it's just it's it's a confusing time in a lot of ways. And, and I feel like the variety of characters that we've seen in the last couple of years demonstrate that entirely. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's it's going to be social media as it is, has only been around for, was it like 15 years Yeah, for the most part? Wow. Twitter hasn't been around. Twitter's been around for 11, something like that. Holy so, crap. Yeah. YouTube's been around legitimately since 2005. Some, I forget when YouTube was founded, but like actually took off was like around that time. And like it's new technology relatively and it's been changing so much. Like if you remember what some of the old social media platforms like MySpace and Friendster and Facebook back when it was uh, university only, uh, when it was a closed platform, right. like they were much different than they are today and things are evolving and things are changing and, and you know, like griefers and, and trolls are going to always be there. They're always going to be a part of these technologies are always going to be a part of these platforms are always going to be part of societies it's how we react to them i personally feel like 
it's not so much that we should be censoring them and shunning them and shoving them off to the side and, and forcing them to be quiet because that's just going to piss them off and make them want to be louder and shout louder and, and get in people's faces and act dumber. We yeah. just need to be calling them out and showing the rest of society, you know, shine a flashlight on them. Yeah, just, just, exactly. just highlight them. Make sure that everybody is aware that what these people are doing is trolling and griefing and call them out for what they are. Well, and too, when you demon, when you like say that ideas are, are forbidden, you instantly make them more attractive to so many people. Yeah. So it's like, don't, that's where, like, that's where I'm, I'm going with my argument with it is I'm not saying that the idea is forbidden. I, I'm I'm saying that you need to be held accountable for, right, you know, perpetuating false ideas. Yes, for sure, absolutely, especially 100%. deliberately. Well, yeah, we and the thing is too, and here's another problem, and this is you know, and I'm not trying to be one of the guys that's flying the fake news flag because I'm definitely not. But all I'm saying is that if I think that both CNN and Alex Jones should be held to the exact same standard, right? So it's like, if you're caught pushing a narrative that is untrue, and is verifiably untrue, you should be instantly held accountable and yep. instantly make up for that. And the yep. thing is, is that, you know, then, you know, then, and I guess maybe this is where I would diverge from people that my tinfoil hat starts glowing, then you get into, like, the, well, what is the grand narrative? And I do think there's a... Uh, a slight hierarchy of control that's a little bit above any individual government. So that's, you know, that's a different conversation. But moral of the story is that I think that the media landscape, I think everybody should be held to the exact same standard. And when you deviate from it, the punishment should be exactly the same. Well, I feel like in, in that argument, the only difference should be between an individual and a corporation. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, And then that should be the only the differentiator because like an individual is never going to, even if they have the exact same size platform as a corporation, say on YouTube, certain corporations who work on YouTube, they have the exact same size audiences, an individual, but they still have more resources. They still have more income. They still have more other options and stuff like that as a corporation than an individual has. So I think there needs to be that differentiator besides that. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, I still think that there should be, Again, like we need to – the best way to deal with griefers, whether it's in video games, whether it's on social media platforms, whether it's in real life. I mean we see this stuff popping up on YouTube of people doing this heinous shit in the real world all the time. And right. this is the thing that I love about what's been happening a lot on YouTube and through social media is that when people act stupid – and a lot of it right now happens to be racism-centered, a little bit right. homophobia, but a lot of it's been racism-centered, but – There'll be more to come, no doubt. People are being, people are capturing it on camera. They're figuring out who these people are and they're calling them out on it. And there are consequences for their actions. And it's, you know, it's not up to the people what those consequences are, but they're calling these people out for being awful, bad people. And we need to do the same thing in games. We need to do the same thing on social media. If social media platforms want to be able to protect themselves, then they need to call out these griefers and these trolls, whether it's via a certain symbol or flag or turning their profiles red or something like that. Just call them out and be like, look, you're being an asshole. You're breaking the rules. You're making it 
you know, the, the platform unenjoyable for other people. Right. If you want to stay on it, this is your punishment. Right. If you like, want to change gonna... your ways, yeah. then we'll remove it or something like that. Yeah, but man. there has to be this sort of thing. So, yeah. But that's going to be it for us. This was a kind of a short conversation, but... So much fun. Yeah. There'll be more to come because this topic's not going away anytime soon. So I guarantee something else will pop up and we'll have to start discussing it. But on that note, I think we're going to be out of here. Yes, sir. All right. Say goodnight, fellas. Goodnight, fellas. Goodnight, fellas. See you, peoples. All right, that's it from us. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, follow on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, Be sure to check us out on the Facebooks and the Twitters, and we will see you all in the next episode.